Hi, this is the Idiot's Lantern Podcast, and today, well, I'm Walter, first of all. Today I'm going to be talking about devs, finally, and I might be talking about Vertigo as well, and probably The Woman in Black. So first of all, The Woman in Black, also, there's some background noise because my dad's mowing the lawn, so you might catch that, hopefully there's not much of that, but anyway... So I watched The Woman in Black as we're studying the text in school and we were watching the film in school so we didn't have time to finish it in school so I decided to watch it on my own. Uh, This stars Daniel Radcliffe, it's a 2012 one, not the 1989 TV version that you can't find anywhere. And um, I think it's reasonable. it, It made me jump. First of all, there's a lot of jump scares, a shit ton of jump scares. It made me jump. It didn't scare me. You can anticipate the jump scares because there's just silence and it's just like, oh, there's going to be a jump scare. It's like the silence is meant to be tense. But when you're in the classroom and you're watching this with like the rest of your cast, it's not very tense because people talk in the silence. It's quite funny. And then the jump scare happens and when there's a jump scare, I go, <laughs> like that, because it's always funny to do that. <clears throat> it's not, I don't get scared by the jump scares. I just make it look like I'm scared. It is, it is funny and then I'm kind of, lean into the person next to me but anyway so i i i thought it was all right it was not it is very intense at moments and i found it intense when i was watching it on my own whereas when i was watching it as class i didn't find it that intense because i couldn't really see the border and um so it is intense at moments it does that reasonably well the performances are all just kind of in the middle the dialogue is bollocks it's just it doesn't really work as a film and the ending like jesus christ the ending is not it's not sad at all in or in any way because you see the characters post after their death and it's just sorry spoiler um it's just it that really annoyed me it's just like why are they doing this even when i was watching it in class i was constantly like looking at things it's just like oh that thing they could have done this better and they could have done that better like there's a scene where harry daniel radcliffe um he doesn't actually play somebody called harry he plays somebody called arthur he goes into somebody's house and then he walks out of the house and the camera stays inside the house and then it cuts to him outside the house i'm just like no the camera should follow him out because it feels more efficient it feels like you are him feels like you're somebody either following him out or you are him going out so anyway so i just thought that was something worth picking up on the yeah the jump scares aren't that great it's not all that scary it's just yeah there's an incredible incredible jump scare in episode eight of the haunting of hill house and it's just the the score, it, there's no score in it, but the dialogue just gets louder and louder and louder and louder, and then there's a jump scare, and it would scare me out of my fucking skin. It's Jesus Christ! It's it's one of the best jump scares I have ever seen. It is incredible. Just go watch every single episode of The Haunting of Hill House. You will not be disappointed. You might not sleep, but who the fuck cares? Because it's a brilliant show. But anyway. 
So the woman in black, I thought this was all, it was all right. It was an all right horror film. Maybe jump. It, yeah, that's it. So Vertigo, because the woman in black is rated 15, I also had to watch an Alfred Hitchcock film. So this is Vertigo, which is about a man played by James Stewart who is tasked with following somebody else's, somebody else's wife by the husband of the wife. My main problem with this is it is dated as fuck. Just Jesus. Sorry, this episode is probably a bit sweary. Anyway... Yeah, it's, it's incredibly dated. It's, it's really, really quite frustrating. It's just... So this guy, he he stops this woman... Sorry, spoiler for Vertigo, but he, he saves this woman from falling into the, to a river. And then he takes her home. And then it cuts to him after he's, he's taken her clothes off. And then he's left her in the bed. Basically, rape is heavily, heavily implied. And then this woman falls in love with him. And she doesn't remember, and and it does hint at him shagging her. Like, I gotta be honest, it hints at it. It's like she says, "Oh, sorry for the bother," and he says, "No, I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed talking to her, to you." And he stutters, and and then she knowingly goes, "I enjoyed talking to you too." And it's just like, what is going on? It is really, really dated, and it's just. I just found it really, really frustrating, and like this, this was made nineteen fifty-eight, and it like um, Rear Window isn't actually that dated. It's like Rear Window is fine, except for the except for the quality of the video, and that's it. And the clothes people wear. That's the only thing that makes it dated, and the language. It's just that's the only thing that makes it dated. But this is dated as... It's just incredibly, incredibly dated. It's really, really frustrating. I have got... There are some old movies that I do like, like Blade Runner. I guess it's not that old. It's only 1982. Um, but no, Blade Runner is... like I enjoyed that film greatly. I just think that's a great film. Blade Runner 2049, I think, might have even been... So... Let's just rewind a bit. So the rating for the woman in black, I'd give it three stars, maybe even two stars. So let's just explain about our, my rating system. Um, so one star is really bad. Two stars is bad. Three stars is average, not good, but average, not good, not bad. Four stars is if you're new to this podcast, you might know this, you might not. So. So originally Four Stars was good, but I decided that was too boring. And I found that there was an Arctic Monkeys song called Four, four Out of Five, which is about reviews and it says Four Stars Out of Five, Take It Easy for a Little While. So Four Stars is Take It Easy for a Little While. Five Stars is fucking brilliant because we're nuanced like that. Nuanced like that. N-U-A-N-C-E-D. I know how to spell you. Nuanced. Anyway. So that's the woman in black. So I'd give that either three stars or two stars. So that's av- so that's bad or average, not good, not bad. Right, moving on to Vertigo. I would give this one two stars, which is bad. Right. Uh, next up is Devs. 
So Devs is Alex Garland's third outing as director, which started back in 2014 with X Machina. Uh, X Machina is great. Go and watch that now. Stop listening to this podcast immediately. Watch X Machina because it's incredible. So I reviewed that with Seth. Uh, that was episode 24. So you should check that episode out. There's lots of juicy contents in that. Seth is really a great person to have on the podcast, as is everybody else. So just check out every single episode of this podcast, please, now. Um, I'm joking. I shouldn't plug my own podcast on my own podcast. But no, there are some good episodes out there. Like Episode one is, quite frankly, terrible. Leo and I, I, I know that I was terrible. Leo can probably speak for himself. Um, that was a terrible, terrible episode, though, and I was terrible with my reviewing technique. It's like back then, I loved, I loved film, but I couldn't necessarily analyse something, and I found that quite hard. It's just like I used to just say it's good and then list the reasons why. And I, I used to be all right at reviewing stuff. When I made a written review of something, I was all right at it, but yeah. But then when it actually came to speaking in front of the microphone, it all went to shit, as they say. Anyway, so, devs, watch it now. I'm not going to spoil it. Probably not. I will spoil it on next... Right, so next week, I won't be able to record an episode because I'm away in some fancy log cabin with a hot tub in Wales somewhere... So, I won't be able to record an episode then, but I will be recording an episode the week after that. So, two weeks from now, there will be an episode out, and it will also be on devs, and I will have a guest on. So, I was going to have a guest on on this episode, but I ran out of time, and I couldn't find a guest in time. I did kind of find a guest, and then they said that their voice was broken and stuff, and yeah. You know who you are. I know your voice isn't broken. It was a funny joke to begin with, but now I really don't care. Um, the joke about you wanting to come on my podcast was not very funny at all. But anyway, so, um, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. If you don't want to come on my podcast, that's fine. But if you make a joke about it, saying you do want to come on my podcast, I will think that somebody has stolen your phone and has used it to get in contact with me. And that is exactly what I said to them over text. What's that? Wow. Anyway, so next two weeks from now, I will be I will have a guest on and we will be talking about their opinions on devs. Probably not my opinions that much, although we will get into spoilers and stuff. And there is a specific moment in episode 7 that I would like to discuss. Which I hope to discuss with a guest. And I have found a guest. And I have given them lots of information on what to do. Whereas, because, yeah, Seth knows how to watch TV and stuff, whereas somebody else might not know how to watch TV and they might just, yeah, whatever. Anyway, so, devs, or something else that I'm not going to spoil because it is a massive spoiler for the show. Anyway, so I, th- I, I really enjoyed this. This stars Sonoya Mizuno as Lily Chan. Obviously, Sonoya Mizuno was in Ex Machina as well. She is Alex Garland's favourite. I'm joking. Um, 
yeah, so she was in Ex Machina as well. She doesn't speak a single word in that movie, but she's in it a lot. Um, great performance as well. In this, it's also another great performance. It's just like she must be good in everything she does. Um, I, and uh, so after her boyfriend goes missing, she basically tries to track down him and you think you know where it's going but you're wrong and i can tell you that because i've watched the show and i so you you will think that it's like a oh this big so also it's about a big tech company that they both work at and basically he dies sorry that's a spoiler he dies after he go after he finds some information about Amaya, which is this big tech company, which is also named after the tech company's owner's daughter, who is played by Lily Chan's niece, also called Amaya. Amaya Mizuno Andre. Fun fact for you there. It also stars Alison Pill, Nick Offerman, Sally Spaney, I don't know how to pronounce your name, I'm very sorry, Stephen McKinley Henderson, and multiple other people, Jin Ha as well. Um, I just want to say, Nick Offerman in this is fucking great. He plays the he plays the um, the guy who owns Amaya, uh, uh, who's daughter is dead um his performance is brilliant and alex garland so in um so since since uh what's it ex machina he uh with ex machina and devs although i haven't seen annihilation so i don't know about that one they are about tech companies where there's shady stuff going on and that the big tech heads who own those tech companies are often like really cool like surfer dudes who kind of feel a bit washed up and they're slightly flawed and they kind of have the same way of talking in in uh, ex machina it was uh, the tech head was played by oscar isaac in this he's played by nick hoffman uh, oscar isaac felt quite shady like there was something going wrong